What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Coco. And Kale's here, and we present to you the Social Potion Podcast. Get into the mix of this potion, what's called of life, love, lesbianism, and lots of laughs. And be sure to tune in with us every Monday on our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And follow us on our TikTok for clips and sneak peeks. Welcome to the very first installment of Social Potion podcast we have a beautiful coco what's up y'all and we have the beautiful kelsey <laughs> my age you still nervous i am still a little nervous why i don't know it's the first episode it's kind of you know something that's not to be pushed out i just want to make sure that this is this is like a baby of ours yeah i'm sure it's gonna be you know struggle to push it out because you know, promo, but <laughs> it, it's gonna be fun to do, right? And, you know, I feel like it'll catch some traction. I believe so too. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Why you, you just <laughs> oh? What? You're so nervous and cute. All right, so mental checks. It's been a long weekend. Oh, long five day weekend for oh. us. We kind of been in the house. Quarantined. Yeah. We were a little... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. I still have the sniffles, but I'm okay. Yeah, we was... <laughs> had to be... We, <laughs> we sure did. It wasn't bad the first time, though, because... Yeah, the first time was bad. And I think we had the shots, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. It was horrible. Absolutely. Morbid. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We, um, I guess it's a new feeling, I guess, because I'm not used to talking on camera. Yeah, I'm... I'm not, behind the scenes. I'm not really used to talking on camera, really, either, but I... We're bad bitches, okay? We gotta put ourselves out there. I really <laughs> like my shirt. Where you got it from? Uh, my baby got it. Oh, where well, we gonna beat this baby? It's right here. I wanna edit, edit this part out because, uh, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> okay, so upcoming week, what you got going on? So, I start my new job this week. Mm-hmm. You excited? I really am excited. I'm excited. Um, and then I'm probably gonna like not even probably. I'm gonna get back on my shit when it comes down to like my school scores. Yeah. Behind. When I say behind, you gotta catch up. Better than mine. Behind. Like you gotta catch up because when I got behind, I ain't never catch up. Child. Until now. <laughs> a whole lot a whole lot exactly but what no you go ahead okay all right y'all so it's the social post social potion podcast where we talk about things that usually is not being talked about such as love in the right way lesbianism what else um side holes and we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about things that people are not typically talking about. Um, this is our social potion 
Pick cauldron. your cauldron. Pick your poison. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and today's topic is we're going to choose. Is a beat. You fired. <laughs> Typically, we will do this at the end of the segment or at the end of the show. So yeah. at the end of the show, we're going to pick another one to see what we're going to talk about next week. You got it? <laughs> Woo! That took a second. Okay, thank you, thank you so much, Siri. But typically, we're going to pick these at the end of the show to see what we're going to talk about next week. But since this is the very first we picked for installment, you. you get to pick two times. All right, so what we're doing today is we're going to talk about being two women raising a little black boy in America. And that is a... I think that's a really good subject to talk about. I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people talking about talk about that. I think one I, I think that we as women raising boys get a lot of backlash because the, everyone feels like, oh, women shouldn't be raising boys. It should be a male. But it's like, why say that if you already know that the rate of women that are attracted to men the amount of men that aren't in those households. Yeah. So, I think it's just easier to give backlash to someone that you feel like shouldn't be able to do it. But, I know a lot of good men out there that were raised by just women. You know? Like. I agree. Yeah. So, what do you feel like as you being a mother to a little black boy are some things that you need to teach him? I um I know this sounds maybe like okay she's just kind of like we get it I mean we all are we get it but I think one of the things that I'm really doing is focusing on him being the best version of himself like mentally emotionally um physically uh, just making sure that he's the best version of himself, knows how to be treated, knows, understands that, understands that the amount of, how should I say it, like, it's important to demand respect. It's important to stick up for yourself. It's important to allow yourself to feel certain emotions it's important to to understand your emotions so that you can control them um i feel like that's what i can give him at this moment and prayerfully someone comes into his life that teaches him the things that i don't know you know i'm teaching him how to treat a lady how to be a gentleman the thing mm-hmm. but there are things that i just don't know but i don't feel like it's necessary for a male to be in my household in order for him to learn that i think that it just means that the right person is going to come into his life. So he has uncles, he has grandparents, he has other males that will actually put in other spots. But I'm supposed to teach him the part. Yeah, what I can teach him. And as a mother, just trying to under, and as the feminine energy around him, just making sure he understands that 
It's a hundred percent okay to feel. It's a hundred percent okay to cry. It's a hundred percent okay to do this. And I have a very sensitive kid. I have a cancer. So I have a very emotional child and he's already super in touch with his emotions, which is absolutely amazing for a six year old. And yeah, like I feel like that's really all I can offer at this point. And hopefully and perfectly as life goes on, I get more downloads and more understanding of what I should be instilling in him based off his needs. Yeah, I can dig that. Yeah. Because I know for one, I guess I could say being I don't know, I guess being around not that many males like my family is predominantly women but we have you know boys here and there so when I met you Ethan was just turned three yeah like two weeks prior yeah just turned three and you know he's just kind of been the same very inquisitive and very emotional and in touch with his sensitive side and I can tell that he gets that part of that from you. Yeah. But I know that like people always just assume that oh well if a woman is raising a little boy or if two women are raising a little boy or if he's just around a bunch of women all the time then he's gonna end up being gay. Yeah. Or something like that when why does that have to be like the automatic thought? Yeah. Why can't you think, oh, well, you know, he's going to, like, carry himself well. He's going to be very clean. He's going to well, have personal hygiene. Yeah. He's going to know how to treat a woman. How they're supposed to be treated. Yeah. So, he's going to be more sensitive to women issues, you know, because you... I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But he's going to be more sensitive to more women issues as well. Yeah. You know. And I feel like that's a definite plus. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it may be some things that, you know... Like, I guess, like, the main thing is about having a man around is actually having that male figure because masculinity doesn't just come just because you're a man. Yes. And it's like, oh, yeah, I want that type of relationship where, you know, where, you know, I can have someone to teach him how to change a tire or how to throw a football or you can teach him how to change a tire. Yeah. I can teach him how to throw a football. Yeah. We can, you know, divide up those responsibilities and give him what he needs as far as that macho man type image yeah. that men thinks that a little boy may need. But yeah. as far as him having an actual male role model, I mean, it's necessary. I get, but it may not be all the time. Yeah. Because I feel like he still gets what he needs. Yeah. He's still, you know, he still teach him about his, or you more so teach him about his emotions, and we still have talks with him, and he eats, he goes to school, he gets his education, he has fun, and he plays, and he still has that time and opportunity to actually be a kid. Yeah. And not, like, he gotta be hard all the time. Yeah. You know, not talk about how he feels, and he can't cry, and he can't do this and do that. So... I mean, shit, I feel like you're doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's always really good to hear that. 
sometimes as a parent, I feel like I'm really hard on myself because, yeah, you know, like, you don't want to fuck your kid up. And it's like, I already see areas where he's going to be like, mom, you did this or you said that and you do this. He does that now. Like, he already tells me what's up. But mm-hmm. I feel like there's already areas where he's going to need therapy. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like... I did that, you know, but I feel like at the same time, it's like one of those situations where it's a learning experience for me and him, and I'm healing in the process of trying to raise him, so it's like, I'm aware of that, but I'm also trying not to throw my trauma at him. It's a very difficult process. Um, Also trying to allow him to be a boy, going back to like the fact that he's being raised by two women allowing him to be a boy and allowing him to realize that because you know sometimes he looks at me and he's like mom like I want to do I want to hang out with the guys like I want to I want to be around the guys like and that's girl stuff and stuff like that and it's like giving him those opportunities to still be around men to make him not to for him not to feel like only girls I'm always around girls that's how Tristan feels yeah and it it sucks you know like it sucks to because I was raised where I was only around boys and I understand that I hated it and I was just like ugh boys (sighs) again because all the boys hung out at the house to hang out with all my brothers and I'm just like golly where are the girls I want to paint my nails I love me Simone by the way I actually do I love her. Hi, be small. Hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, but for instance, if we had our two little ones, how would you, like, would you be baby A? Would you be different with, like, how you would raise him as compared to how you would raise her? Okay, so when it comes to raising children separately based off sex, no. Because I feel like I'm going to raise y'all exactly the same. There's going to be things that I instill in you that I don't have to instill in her. And there's going to be things that I have to instill in you that I don't have to instill in him. That's the only difference. But it's not going to be if my daughter wants to go out and hang out with her friends, I'm not going to be like, no, because I'm fear of her getting pregnant instead of having the conversation and getting her prepared and understanding what that is. Because keeping a child restricted from something is, is making them, it's like making them prone to do it anyway. So I would, if, if Ethan's allowed to go out, so is she and vice versa. If I said at 16, you could date, I mean, at 16, you could date. It doesn't change. It's just making sure that your child is prepared and understanding. And you have to trust your children. You have to understand that these kids are human beings. Trust them. Trust that that, that I instilled enough into them. And trust that I'm going to I'm sending them down the right path. Okay, so I actually have a question for you. How do you feel about one being in a relationship with another woman that has a child? What is that like for you? Um, it's challenging at times because 
like he already he already knows you. He already knows like the basis and the depths of y'all's relationship and I know I gotta come in and prove myself basically because he don't know me, he don't know what I'm about, he doesn't know you know, the type of energy I bring, I guess, from that first. And so it's kinda weird. It's I don't I don't really know how to explain it, but I know I have to earn my place when it when it comes to that because I can't just step in and be, you know, just step in and be parent. Yeah, I, I gotta earn that spot. I feel like he's already, but well, he already calls you like these are my moms, like these are my parents. Well, yeah, he says that, but he doesn't like he still refers to me as just Kelsey. I think you have. To, I think that's a conversation that you have to have with him. I have though. When? That was a little while ago. Oh. And you know, sometimes it just takes time, but he still refers to you as like Yeah. I mean, and I'm not like I'm not pressing the issues, like I'm not, you know, upset or nothing because he doesn't refer to me like that all the time. Yeah. So, I just know it's 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 a time thing. Yeah. So I'm not tripping. I mean it's almost four years, but he's getting older. He's getting used to you. I could definitely see improvement between y'all two's relationship. Really? Yeah. How so? Y'all had like like this kind of relationship where you would come and tell me something, he would come and tell me something. You would come and tell me something, he would come and tell me something. And it's like now y'all kind of just, you know, and he'll be like, yeah, Kelsey told me to do such and such and such. Or, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's already taken care of me. He's good. So, like, he's more, you can see where he's kind of, like, he comes to you about things instead of just me. You know, yeah. it's definitely, he's opening up in a lot of ways. I definitely can see that. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, took some time. Because, shit. Child, he was a stranger to me when I met him, child. He still is sometimes a little bit of a stranger. He just be. Don't flirt with me on camera. Start it, girl. But no, um, it's just, it's all been a lot to learn. Yeah. And a lot to get used to for all of us, honestly. What do you think? Some of the things that we should instill in him to be prepared for the world. Um... One thing definitely is you can always see the good in people, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can always want to see the good in people, but don't be naive about it. Like don't, don't let somebody be mean to you, or feel like they can just pull the wool over your eyes, yeah. or take advantage of you, or anything like that. Or, cause he is very helpful and giving, and he wants to like be cool and be friends with everybody. But yeah, you, he gonna learn, you know. As he gets older, and you know, the more people he comes across, you can't always be like that with everybody. With, yeah. I guess that's a tough subject for me because it's like teaching him his social skills is a little difficult for me because I'm still trying to navigate them for myself. And I feel like that particular area area is coming so fast, and I have it. I feel like I don't have it together because. 
I ghost people. Like, I will, if I feel like your energy is not right for me, I leave you. But I know that's not healthy. But if he continuously see that with me, he's going to start doing the same thing. I want him to learn how to properly, like, excuse me, properly go forth and handle things head on. And I feel like that's something that I can't give him right now. I mean, that's okay. I mean, you're not supposed to have it all figured out. Yeah. You gotta learn as you go and as you grow. So, that's... Are you flirting with me on camera? Girl, anyway. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, it's a lot to... It's just a lot to navigate. And we doing the best we can and trying to figure it out. Yeah. And it's it's scary because it's like now, even now, even still with like people, you know, getting harassed or getting killed just because how they look or just because of how they are, yeah. you know. And he's so different. Yeah. Like, and I'm just thinking about like, oh... You know, a kid come up to him and, you know, pick on him or something. Because, oh, you got two moms. You got two moms. I hope. See, because I, I'm going to have to. You can't do that. I'm going to have to. Because <sighs> why you being mean to my child? Where's your mother? Where's your father? I want to. I'm going to get his little cousin to come beat your ass. And I'm going to whoop your mama ass and your daddy ass. And I want to whoop your grandparents ass for not clearly not teaching your parents right. Because I hate a bully. I know. I hate it. 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 Hate it. I hate a bully. I hate someone that just decides, you know what, I'm going to wake up and pick on you. Because you mad at your life. Yeah. Girl, if you don't go pray, if you don't go heal... If you don't go deal with your problems directly and get the out of my face. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring bring it back. Come here. All right. You here? Come here. You with me? I'm with you. All right. No. Shit. Can't be up nobody kids. Why? Tell me a valid reason why. Because they had kids. I could short. I could get short. No, we can't. We can't be the people kids. I'll be dead. I'll be dead. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, it's just I know it's gonna be a time having to like teach him and let him know about the world and just how it can be. The yeah. world is scary. The world can be cold. The world can be heartless. And it's just let's, getting more heartless. Let's yeah. let's let's get. Did I ever um tell you like about that conversation I had with Tristan when he was like five? No. So I, I like vividly remember this. We were in the drive-through at Little Caesars, and I just picked him up, and he had asked me, "What did he say?" Oh, he said, "TT, what do you want me to be when I grow up?" And I just thought that was funny. I said, no, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said, it's about what you want to do. And he was like, I want to be a policeman. Is that a good thing to be? And I said, yeah. I said, you know, it depends. I said, but whatever you want to do, 
whatever makes you happy i said tt gonna stick by you and i was like but you gotta know basically like how to treat people in a type of you know police officer that you want to be because not all of them are nice and of course he was like well why what does that mean and i had to go on to the explanation of you know sometimes people don't like us because we look different than them and sometimes people pick on us and try to hurt us because we don't look like they do and then of course that deeper question well why don't they like us and you have to go into that conversation with the five-year-old trying to figure out why somebody who's meant to protect us is who we have to be protected from yeah and that was like one of the hardest conversations i had to have and oh she want to cry yeah like I went home crying after that because mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't know like if I told him the right answers or not I don't know if he gonna remember that conversation how that's gonna sit with him and I'm just like how do you sit here and like tell a child that somebody who's supposed to protect us and serve us and make sure that we're safe out of harm's way are the ones that's hurting us the most right now and that was like when he was like five or six that was like back in 2019 I'm lying. That was like 2017. 2016, 2017. And that was around Sandra Bland. And, you know, like everybody was just like dropping like flies. Like every week, you're seeing somebody getting shot, somebody getting pulled over, somebody. And it's. It just be wild to me because it's like, how do you tell a little black boy that? Wow. I don't know how to have those particular conversations with him. I know, and that's why I'm just like, I'm I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for when he come ask, because I know he always got some questions to ask. He's so and inquisitive. always a why, and why is this, and why is that, and what does this mean, what is that, and I'm trying to like mentally get my thoughts together to but have that conversation with him. I think another thing is that media is teaching our kids as well like what it is and it's like I don't know I think media is also creating a hardness for our boys yeah I agree it's creating a hardness and it's just like I got our I'm I'm five years old I'm seven years old I'm ten years old and there's a possibility if I'm outside I could die yeah. Because I'm walking in the, I'm at the wrong place at the wrong time or just because I'm black or Yeah, just like for instance, um That's sad. That sucks. I'm sorry to cut you off there. But just like for instance, like most recently, uh Cyrus at that at yeah. station. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. And I don't think that y'all are hearing it's not getting a lot of media attraction. It, it's, if it's, you stay in South Carolina or Columbia more specifically, you know what I'm talking about? That Shell gas station. Off Park Lane. Park Lane across the street from Joseph's Kills and where the library used to be. When, the library's still there. Oh, what is the library still there? Yeah. But yeah, across the street from the library and Joseph Kills Elementary. Yep. That Shell gas station where Cyrus, what was he, 16? 17. He was about 16. He was a kid. He was in high school. He was a baby. Yeah. And he got gunned down because that man thought he was shoplifting. He thought he stole he water. Thought. He, he thought. thought. He Even stole. if he was, 
Ain't no Why reason for you him? for ain't no reason for you to take a gun and start shooting. The amount of times that that man that man has, I've been at the store plenty of times because I used to live near the store, and the in the store he has pictures of people who have who have shoplift. Thank you, because it wasn't coming out at all. But he has pictures, so he's been dealing with shoplifters for a really long time. So what about this particular time allowed you to say, I'm going to pull my gun and shoot you because of the fact that I believe that you stole something? So yes, he's in jail and that store is boarded up. They yeah. Fuck that store. Up. They went in. What I say? They looted. They took all the cigarettes, all, all the, the cigars, all the drinks, all, all the, the lottery tickets. They took everything. They fucked that store up. They took everything. So absolutely everything. He lost his life for no reason. Yep. Now your life gone because you want to shoot motherfuckers for no reason. And your family don't even have security now because. You in jail and your business is down. Your business is under. So it's like. All of it for naught. For no reason. For no reason. I mean. It's just wild. It's wild to me. It's ridiculous. Because I don't get like. Why this is still going on. Like I remember going through middle school. High school. And just. Hearing about this shit. Like you know I didn't watch the news like that. When I was that young but. Just hearing about it. Yeah, hearing like, people talk about it. Grown yeah. And still seeing this shit going on. It's so fucking sad. Bonkers. Yeah. Know? It's so fucking sad. And that's why I'm so, like, persistent on wanting to get me a gun because I wish somebody would try and catch me slipping. I'm blowing a hole in you before you even get a chance to. I don't want to, but it's, gonna, it's either going to be me or you. And it's gonna be you. And I hate that the world has to be such a like it's it war. Be. It's war consistently. And the thing, you don't hear about shit like that in these other countries. Like of course, you know, in these third world countries, like they got civil wars and shit going on. But if you go to motherfucking somewhere across the seas, they always got like just senseless ass killings. I mean, they do, but not like that. Not by authority figures who are supposed to protect you. You don't just got like a bunch of random ass killings because somebody walking down the street with a pack of Skittles in Arizona right. or you think somebody's stealing some water at your, at your store or because homegirl didn't put on her blinker when she was changing lanes like all this shit is wild the reasonings people have for wanting to kill a black person or a person of any type of minority is dumb to me what about the girl recently in Ohio was that Ohio Oh, it, yeah, it was somewhere. The pregnant the girl. girl. <sighs> Bruh. Don't get me started. We gonna be here all day. And we can. We gonna be here all day. Like, that shit don't make sense. I don't even remember why. I forget why they said. But I think it was a traffic stop. Pulling her over. I don't know if she didn't have her seatbelt on. Or something like that. But. It was mm. powder. She wasn't no threat to you. Goodness. That's she didn't it. charge you. She wasn't resisting arrest. She didn't have no weapons. Wasn't being belligerent or anything like that. And you just shoot a pregnant woman. At, or why? At what point do we 
like is there a status that we need to be protected is it what do we need to be protected at this point and and if we go back because this conversation has definitely drifted a little bit but i actually do not care but the point of the matter is we kind of go back to the fact of the fact that a lot of men aren't in kids lives and it's like the men that are, I'm not saying all, because there are some amazing fathers out there, and I know some of them by name. I know their children. I know a lot of good fathers out there. So this is not out bashing men. We don't do this on that podcast. We don't bash men. But this is, I feel like that's where the men need to step up a little bit more. Yeah. Because, like I said, the media is creating a hardness on our boys already, telling us about how basically. If they're not in the gang, they're still fighting against something. They're fighting against America. They're fighting against these police officers. They're fighting against just the color of their skin. So it's like, when you walk out that freaking door, there's already a fight waiting there for you. There's already a monster snatching you up. And that's what my daddy used to say. There's a monster out there, and it does not like you. And it's big, and it's scary. And it's like, it doesn't matter my dad said that for me when I turned eight for me when I turned eighteen. But for our young men and for even our young girls nowadays, that monster is waiting for them right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. And that is so sad. And I feel like our community community should be a little bit more tight knit and a little bit more understanding, a little bit more compassion, a little bit more love. A lot more love at this point because of the fact that we are not we're not taking care of our village. We're not. We're not taking care of our village. If you go in other community other communities, you see Barbara is keeping an eye on Billy, and and, and Diane is keeping an eye on 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 whoever. They're keeping an eye on each other. Where they're making sure that each other is good. They can call, hey, such and such got in trouble with here, here, here. Where is our community here? Where is our community? Why aren't we as black people together and focusing on shit together and fixing things together and uplifting and pushing and bettering our community and teaching our kids how to be protect themselves and not just protecting ourselves physically, emotionally, uh, mentally. Because at the end of the day, that monster's not going nowhere. We already know that. The monster is not going anywhere, but how can we make our lives better? Right. By turning around and killing each other? Message! <laughs> Shit. It's just, it's pointless at this point. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, we gotta get ready to wrap it up. But we do have uh, our last little segment. <laughs> Pick your poison, like we said at the beginning. Um, typically this will be at the end of the show. We had to pick one at the beginning to start things off. The first episode. But this and this is so cute. Don't y'all think it's cute? It's so Social gay. Potion. You made it. <laughs> yeah, you had fun painting it. I did. Yeah, we yeah. we were gonna try to do a little stickers with it, but it didn't turn out that way. But um. We just spray painted it blue and then Coco did the rest. Got a little rainbow, you know. Gotta say a social potion. So every episode, at the end of the episode, we're going to do this segment called Pick Your Poison. And we're going to pick any topic that we're going to talk about for the upcoming.
upcoming week. Yep. So, if you look in there, we got all these topics. If y'all have any suggestions, anything specifically you want us to talk about, put it in a comment. Put it in comments. DM us. Yep. What have you? Whatever. Yep. And um, we'll throw it in the pot. All right. So. We got some juicy topics in here, okay? Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. What's that one say? Ah. Ooh. Okay. That's more so for you, honey. Um, and just so y'all. What? Can I switch? You want to do a different one? I want to do another one. Okay. Because okay. I feel like we kind of like went that direction already okay. kind of today. I want something juicy, okay? Something real juicy. Come on now, universe. Alright. Give it to me. Oh. oh. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> been arrested or charged? Okay, and in parentheses, we have arson. Grand Theft Auto, attempted murder, etc., etc. I'm just going to sit here and say... This is going to be a funny, funny... It's a story time. A funny story time. I have some almost. Really? I have some almost. I didn't even know this about her. I got to be a bad girl. I got some almost. Maybe like... Maybe like two. Two almost. Two? Yeah. Okay, yeah. girl. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, okay. So we going to... Wrap it up. All right, and that is the first episode of the Social Bullshit Podcast. And mind you, you guys, this is our first podcast. We are starting. We're trying to get used to y'all. We want y'all to get used to us. So if you have any suggestions of things that we can do better, things to make it more entertaining, just put it down in the comments. Also, we have our TikTok, and if you go to our YouTube, you can see everything linked there as well and also you can see a visual so you can start getting to know our faces okay all right well thank you thank you thank you for joining us on the social potion podcast and we will see y'all next time peace <laughs> all right so how you feel